Welcome back, you guys. Thanks for tuning back in to the podcast Between Everything and Nothing. For those of you that are new to the channel, I hope you guys stick around because we're going to have a great episode for you today. Got my one of my best friends and boy Ali Mac back on the channel. Excited to be here. I'm uh, looking <laughs> forward to today's episode and uh, blasting you some more on today's episode. <laughs> That's the plan. Yo, so... We've been I've been kind of MIA from the podcast for a little while just because we had to study for a big pharmacy law exam that we actually just took two days ago. And how are you feeling about it, dude? Words cannot express how I feel about it. But uh, honestly, I'm, that was like not a hard exam. Just like you know, the one of those exams where you know the answers, but you're always stuck between one or two options. You just don't know which one to pick. Some people are stuck between one or two options. <laughs> Others are stuck between three and four, maybe five. But, you know, oh, to uh, each their yeah, own. I was being nice. I think I got maybe like 20 questions I knew, 30, I guess. And the rest were just like, God help me. That's it. Just because I like preparing ahead of time, I booked my retake before I took the exam. <laughs> so, you know. Well, you're a smarter man than me. I should have gone for it. Walked out there in an hour. I'm like, you ever been so content with not caring? You were like, I whether I pass or I fail, like, at least this is done with. I left, and I slept for, like, four hours. <laughs> Lucky you, man. I'm still awake since I took that exam. Yo, and that's been... <laughs> yeah, so you lost a little weight over there. <laughs> Yo, we haven't had an exam like that since back in Chicago, back in pharmacy school over there. Man, don't even get me started Yo, on those days, man. The things we used to do. No, it's been a while, man. Especially, that we didn't really have exams like that till. I think those were more of our early on exams, actually. I think down the line, we just, our, like, caring level became a lot less, so we started, like, focusing a lot less on exams. But at the beginning, we were going hard on a lot That's of the exams. That's true. Um, they were, because, I mean, at the time we were going through it, they were changing the curriculum. We were getting new professors, new everything. We had professors that show up to lecture today. But apparently the next day they got a new job offer in China and they're on the other side of the world. Nobody knows what's going on. Shout out Dr. J. So, I mean, we were going through a lot. So as a student, any minor change you feel like would be a major inconvenience, even though looking back now, it really wasn't. It's just an in-the-moment sort of thing. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it was at the beginning. It's a new experience for us. Uh, it was something we weren't used to. So we definitely struggled a lot more at the beginning, and we had a method, which I feel like worked out very well for us. I mean, look at us. We graduated. We made it through, so... <laughs> miracles. <laughs> Honestly, miracles. The harder we struggled... Um, the more we ate afterwards. <laughs> that's true. So that was always something to look Always rewarded to, ourselves with, like, big breakfast after the exam, because the exam would be going on at, like, 8 in the morning. So, you know, we, we always have our exams in like half hour, 45 minutes, like tops. Even if they were, the exam supposed to take two and a half hours. We were still out there in an hour, good or bad. True. You either know it or you don't. No wasting time. And we were up all night at that legendary Dunkin', that 24-hour Dunkin' Donuts. You know, that that was a good study spot the night before the exam. We'd be there till like 6 a.m., go take the exam next day. And honestly, like... Those were rough times. I wouldn't trade them back because that really teaches you like a lot about character, whether you're able to like really sit there and do it all or not. That's true. But, you know, talking about our the beginning exams that we were taking and how we struggled and how 
our de-stress method and everything, um, our exams were set on certain days, so it was always either a Tuesday or a Friday. Tuesday exams were limited as to what we can do, because, I mean, still a school day, work day, and the next day, same thing. Um, so we was pretty much limited to that big breakfast you refer to, and a lot of sleep, probably till the next day. Uh, we saved everything for the weekend, and then it was just a plus when we had an exam day that Friday. Because after that, we skipped classes, everything, just went. <laughs> no holds barred, we just went out. Nothing, just left, reward ourselves with that breakfast again, reward ourselves with like dinner. <laughs> Great night after. Great night after, and then we just always some sort of random activity. There's always a lot of food involved. There is. But that those random activities, man, those were those were something, you know. One of my favorite times was uh, when when we went to the Wiener Circle. Oh my god! <laughs> so those of you that are not familiar with it, um, definitely recommend going there. Huh? It's it's an experience. We went to a place called the Wiener Circle that was recommended by a friend of Mo's. So we decided to go check it out. And it's like a small burger shack. Or, and they got like hot dogs, burger shacks, and like burgers, stuff like fries, shakes, stuff like that. And I like when I was reading the reviews for the place, all I kept seeing was, you gotta try the chocolate shake. I'm like, I'm not even a chocolate fan. I was like, yo, this chocolate shake must be insane. So me... Um, Ali and like my ex at the time all go to this place <laughs> and you can like take it from here. So we go there. Um, they decided they're probably going to get some fries. And then Mo really wanted to try that shake. I was there, you know, just. I had already had some dessert at Molly's Cupcakes right before, so I was good. But Mo kept insisting we go get this legendary shake that he was reading about. So we're sitting there, and then uh, Mo's ordering his fries, and he tells the lady, "Okay, um, I'll get a, I'll get a chocolate shake." So she stares at him, and then she goes like, "Okay, that's gonna be twenty dollars." So Mo just stood there, a little confused, and he's like, "Twenty dollars for a shake? Like, what size is it?" And then she tells him. It's pretty big. So that he looks at her with the straightest face, and very innocently. He's like, so how big we talking? <laughs> and then she tells him, as big as your freaking head. <laughs> Mo was still confused at this point. Mm-hmm. I was confused too, but at the same time, I was laughing. It wasn't until afterwards uh, we found out that... Uh, chocolate shake meant something else and it's only served after 12 we were there like what around like 11 15 11 yeah, we were a little early we were a little, we were a little early. early so just know in the wiener circle after 12 order that chocolate shake and they're gonna be sure to deliver it to you uh oh my god you want to talk about something else that's mine oh my god so after one of our de-stressing nights one saturday I, we were having a good time. We were out, a bunch of friends, stuff like that. Just, you know, chilling. Great night. We get home around 3 a.m. And then Ali's in, a bad, Ali's in a bad mood. I don't know why. So, you know, I'm tired. It's like 3.34 in the morning. I go inside to, like, change. And then, like, my pants are off and I hear the door open. I'm like, what's happening? 
and all I see is this guy is gone outside. He's walking off in the darkness, and it's and like there were no streetlights where we were, so I couldn't see what was happening out there. I just see his like shadow walking out in darkness, and I'm standing there watching him in my boxers <laughs> walk off down the street by himself. And I'm calling him out, Yo Ali, where are you going? <laughs> and then he's like, Don't worry about me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what do you mean to worry about you? Where are you walking off to? And then I'm going to like, and I'm in my boxers. I'm like, yo, I have to put on some pants. It's cold outside. And I go back outside. He's gone. <laughs> like, I don't even know where. And for some reason, he's not picking up his phone. Now me, I'm thinking something's happened to this guy or something like that. And he's gone all night. And I get in my car. I drive around. I have, like, my headlights all the way on. Like, you're looking for, like, a deer or, like, an animal. <laughs> like, you ever call for, like, a lost pet outside? It'd be like, Ali, <laughs> come here. <laughs> oh, man. You know? And then he's gone. And this is, like, 4.35 in the morning. I haven't heard from him. And then he finally texts me. He's like, what's up? I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you mean, what's up? Bro, where are you? He's like, I'm good, bro. Just go to sleep. <laughs> So, you know, I'm looking, like, I'm, like, I'm, and I'm sitting there, like, okay, how am I going to know where this guy is? <laughs> but he told me he's okay, and I've learned over the years to kind of give you your own, give you your space when you're in mood. Like, I know you need space, like, five blocks down. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, like, as long as he's okay and he's fine, he's actually responding to me, we're good. So, I think you came home, what time, what time did you come home that night, dude? Well, those were uh, definitely some of my uh, darker moments. There was a lot going on those days, so I definitely do remember that day. Um, not to get not to get into specific detail, because you know I don't like talking about my dark past. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do remember that. And when I got home, I also remember the fact that you were just sitting there on the couch waiting. I remember, like that's how my parents used to be when I used to come home late. <laughs> Just see my dad sitting there waiting for me walking <laughs> with the belt trying to sneak in it's like oh you're just getting home now huh <laughs> and I see you right there and then uh, I remember I almost stepped over the playstation and you freaked out for a second <laughs> but, uh, priorities uh, no but disclaimer full disclaimer after that day is when we started following each other on uh, find our friends <laughs> cause then after that I was like yo one day this happens again like I'll have another heart attack no, it's been, we had some, like, crazy times, and, like, especially our second year, those were off the wall, dude. Yeah, that's when, that's when things really started popping off. Oh, honestly. Ugh, but, you know, again, honestly, when I trade them, like, for the world, bro, those were some fun times, even though they're, like, up a lot more downs than, like, more ups, you could definitely say. Not even just for, like, me and Mo, um, I just wanted to say, uh, shout out to, uh, Class of 2020 at Chicago State University. There you go. We made it. We did. And uh, The school couldn't hold us down. <laughs> that's true. Even though, you know, first year when we started off, I mean, everybody had their cliques. Everyone had friends. I mean, everyone was supposedly cool with each other. But deep down inside, everyone had like that one or two people that they got close with. And uh, it wasn't until after your first year. Um, so starting second year when we were talking about our struggles at the beginning of this episode wasn't until the second year when everybody really started, like, getting close with each other. And unlike any other class that 
has gone through that school before us and there after us. I don't think there will be another class at CSU like ours. Our like, class, we literally like very unified. Like towards the end, especially like when, yeah. like whenever we were something we disagreed with, mo- disagree with most of us would actually go on like an email rant against the dean, against everyone, like together collectively. And not even just that, just like as a class in general, we all had each other's backs. We did. We all looked out for each other. You know, shout out to the Snake Brotherhood. You know, <laughs> that's like a. Very inside thing right there you have to know about. Like, we really got close to a lot of the guys and girls in there. Great people. You like When you go into these professional programs when you're an older person, you think you have the friends you're going to have for life, but you never know. You actually meet really good new people out, and it really changes your perspective on things, and you learn a lot about different cultures, different societies, different, um, and just Chicago in general. I feel like they kind of gave us a good introduction and taught us a lot more about the culture over there, too. A lot different than what you see here in Michigan, especially in Dearborn, too. Very true. That's very true. And, yeah, dude, honestly, like, whoever is, like, going to a graduate program and, like, you know, they have the idea of, I kind of know what I want from day one. You're going to change so much in four years that you won't even believe. You'll come out a whole different person knowing a lot of different people for the good or for the bad. And but just experiences are part of life, and you have to make do with that. That's very true. And a lot of people that get into these programs, I mean, you're obviously going to meet people that are in class with you. But something I was told a while back that I didn't really believe until I was in that position was, regardless of how many friends you have or people you're close with, a lot of things change, and especially in these programs, you get really close with the people you're with. Because I guess like you all go through the struggle together. You help each other out. Like you, It may be just four years. But during those four years, you bond, you struggle, you help each other out. Like it's just, it's a deeper connection you have than people you've known for 10 years. And I mean, I myself can attest to that. Like, I mean, that I went through it myself. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, in my life and the people that I've met... The people that I met during the program they have had my back more than people that I've known almost my whole life. Oh, definitely would not take any of it for definitely would not take it for granted. Would not change any of those experiences for the world. But one thing I can say that's changed since I got back was I've like I feel so much older now than like I did way back. I felt like I used to be up with like the times what people used to say. But now I'm it's like a whole different dimension. Like for example, the other day, I wanted to, like, I was going to eat a hot dog. And then, like, my brother goes and tells me, yo, are you a glizzy gobbler? <laughs> and I looked at him, like, for a good, like, t- two minutes. I'm like, yo, what is a glizzy gobbler? <laughs> and after that, well, after that, he took me through the whole, like, stream of TikTokers and Instagram stuff. I'm like, oh, <laughs> but... Dang, like, they have, like, a whole new thing for everything now. You can't do anything nowadays without being out, called out for it, honestly. It's very true. It's very true. You got to get called out for things. And uh, I guess that's why 99.9% of the city drives around with tinted windows. And uh, 
they stay indoors now. They blame it on COVID, but it's really not COVID. You can't even eat a banana in front of your boys anymore, honestly. <laughs> like, it's become a whole different world. Anything is going to be out for blast. Like, you ever see those videos where, like, a guy would cover his mouth trying to eat a banana? <laughs> Oh man, that's freaking! I don't know what to say anymore, dude. Like, I think we're just getting too old for these times nowadays. Okay, guys, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. I mean, I've been up for like a really long time, stress and all these things, and just talking about life and whatnot. So before you we go, you know, we always like to end it off with a quote. So Ali, you want to send us off? Sure, I'll take this one. The purpose of life is to live it. To taste experience to the utmost, to reach out eagerly and without fear for newer and richer experience. Eleanor Roosevelt, you can't beat that. Well, again, thanks guys for listening. For those of you that are new, I hope you guys really enjoyed it. And for those of you that are coming back, don't forget to like, like, comment, and listen, and keep up for more. All right, see you guys soon.